0: Not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin.
1: My guest on Freedom Forum Radio is Beth Butler. You know, Beth, that is such it is such a remarkable story that you told, and and. It's made even more incredible because of the man, the physician, who was in your life and who was in, as one of my professors as well, Jay Lawton Smith, who was able to instill that hope in his patients. I, I watched him examine many, many patients. I was with him. I spent a number of months on his service, as we all do as we're in training. And that really was one of the incredible gifts that he had, not just to be a teacher to us, but as an inspirational guide uh, for <laughs> patients. Because many of the, the diagnoses he made as a neuro-ophthalmologist were not treatable. And so it was not just enough to say, okay, here's what you got. I can't do anything. I'm sorry. Goodbye. That's not okay. what Dr. Smith ever, ever did. He was there. And by that simple act of of kneeling down and praying with a patient after that diagnosis, he said, I can't give you hope, but the Lord can give you hope. And that was his message, just like it was his message to you and your parents. That was his (laughs) message to his patients. Beth butler i uh, I've been having a wonderful discussion with uh, with you, and uh, I would like to talk about and for you to discuss with me your current activities with the North Carolina business Leadership Network. I know that you deal with people with disabilities. Uh, what kind of programs that you have uh, that you do have could be of interest to to us in our area here sure
2: well. So I am, um, I'm currently the executive director uh, for this organization, um, the North Carolina Business Leadership Network, and we are um, a state affiliate of a national organization called the U.S. Business Leadership Network. And um, we are, we represent um, nationally over 5,000 businesses across the country um, that are committed to um, employing people with disabilities and including people with disabilities both in the workforce. In their supply chain and in the marketplace, and so these are these are companies that recognize the value and contribution that people with disabilities make, um, both as as you know contributors to to the workforce through employment, um, but also through um, entrepreneurship. Right. So, um, in a supply chain, many companies have uh, diversity programs. That um, they're charged with diversifying their supply chain. So as they go out and, and look for vendors and contractors, um, they are looking for diverse um, businesses. and that includes co- companies that are in, in businesses that are owned and operated by service disabled veterans as well as um, people with disabilities. And so we have a certification program that helps those entrepreneurs get certified um and um again having that certification helps to open doors to um to uh, you know contracts and, and uh, relationships with with companies that can uh, help to to strengthen their business as well and then um finally marketplace you know we recognize that um people with disabilities represent um over a billion dollars spend annually and um uh, when you add in friends and family um, who, again, uh, you know, many times like myself, an individual with a disability doesn't go shopping uh, alone, right? They have somebody that has to drive them or they go with a family member. And so that adds a significant contribution to um, the spend of this segment. And so um, so we just we really help um, companies um, in in recognizing that and building out that um, disability strategy. Um, we uh, we work with, um, again, larger companies, um, but also smaller companies um, across the state of North Carolina um, and help them improve those disability inclusion strategies.
1: For those of you interested, the website is NCBLN. That's N like Nellie, C like Charles, B like boy, L like Larry, N like Nellie. Dot org The North Carolina Business Leadership Network.org. Uh, so you are actively working with people with disabilities and with organizations and businesses that also hire people with disabilities. Uh, and That's correct. And so you, of course, through your firsthand knowledge, you understand the importance of this. I, I think one of the greatest things that Dr. Smith told your parents was to treat you like a normal child, so you would not feel as if you were disabled, and your story about being a a food server at the hotel is certainly uh, something that you know we can all look back at and, and have a little a little laugh about but nowadays <laughs> it's it 's really important uh, to understand that disabilities really should not be looked at as limitations; they're really just a way of starting a discussion about how can this person be employed.
2: That's yeah, that's exactly right. And um and yeah, my work I I've had over um twenty years experience in human resources um before, you know, becoming executive director and doing the consulting work that I'm doing now. Um but worked in the, the area of employment compliance and um and accommodations, the centralized accommodations programs for, um, for Wachovia, Wells Fargo, and then Lowe's companies as well. And so, um, you know, I recognize the challenges and, um, and the hurdles that, that, um, hiring managers particularly, um, face in terms of, uh, you know, we want to make sure that an individual can, um, can contribute at the same level, right. As, as, uh, another individual um, that doesn't have a disability and, uh, you know, again, the, the, the accommodations, um, that, that one requires, and, and I myself, um, the, uh, the, really the only accommodation that I need, um, is magnification software on my computer. And, um uh, and that's less than, that's easily less than $500. Um, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a magnification software that, um, that's that's put on the computer. Um, I also use a, occasionally would use a what's called a CCTV which is a magnification device that um that magnifies you know documents and and books and things like that um but most accommodations um you know statistics tell us and the data shows that it, it's less than $500 so um people with disabilities you know it, it some, sometimes you think oh my goodness you know that's going to require a whole lot more um in terms of uh you know preparing the workplace for someone and and it simply doesn't that's just not the case that's a, a myth that that's out there um, but you know I, I'm, I'm really excited at what I'm seeing um, companies um, you know again it, it, here in North Carolina stepping up and really recognizing that you know this isn't about um, disabilities this is about talent and uh, and people people are looking for that top talent and that includes everybody Um and so uh we, we're really uh excited about the opportunities that um that we're um you know we're finding here in North Carolina and boy that doesn't mean that uh you know the um the unemployment rate is is still um incredibly high um for, for this particular segment um and, and nationally um it stays at about you know 68 69% which is incredibly high um and there's a lot of, of reasons for that. Um, but uh we are we are really working uh again with companies um and, and it's it's about people with disabilities like myself that were born with disabilities. But the other part that we need to recognize is that um so many people become disabled in the course of their employment uh experience as well, right? So retaining talent is also important. Um and we, we talk to companies a lot about you know the um the short term and long term disability policies and, and ensuring that you are being proactive and getting folks back to work and uh you know creating opportunities for um for transitioning and, and whether it's a work you know flexible work schedules or um uh, things like that to uh to help retain the talent um that you have been invested in, in, in so so many years. Um uh, through you know training and and that experience is, is difficult to replicate in a new hire um when when a person becomes injured and uh is is you know having difficulty continuing in in the work so um lots of lots of great things um that we are um that we are looking at. We are very excited. Um, We've we've just actually um, this year received a a grant from the Department of Commerce and so that has been a huge, huge benefit for us. We're very involved in the um, conversations around the economic growth and opportunities here in uh, in the state of North Carolina and again, um, you know, really reaching out to the small business community particularly as I said before. Um, which includes service disabled veteran owned businesses as well as disability owned businesses, uh, and, um, helping them to get certified, uh, through this, this, um, certification program that we have. And, uh, you know, opening doors, opening doors to, um, the, uh, the whole idea of, um, of just, you know, economic, um, independence and, and, uh, the innovativeness. I think that is, is generated from the disability community is, is huge. Uh, because we've had to be, right? I mean, our lives have been <laughs> built around being creative. Um, that is one thing that you will find in this disability segment, uh, because we are always looking and having to plan ahead and, um, And that develops, I think, an innovative spirit in so many people with disabilities. So that's an exciting, exciting thing to be a part of. Dr. Dan's interview with Beth Butler will be right back after this
0: quick break.
1: My guest on Freedom Forum Radio is Beth Butler. You know, as an ophthalmologist, obviously, uh, I deal with sight. And one of the most devastating things is uh, for people to lose their sight when, as they get older. Uh, sight is extremely important. And I often tell my patients that 80% of the information a human being gets from about the outside world comes through your eyes. So for us, sight is far more important than it is for uh, most other animals. Um, so... One of the great things that I've seen in the course of my professional career is the, uh, is technology, the advance in technology, which has given us tools. Uh, You mentioned Mm -hmm. magnification uh, on, on your computer. Well, one of the great things about people who are having trouble reading is reading on an electronic device because our visual system works on contrast. We see edges of letters Edges of images, and that's how our brain knows what we're looking at. So if you have a book, a book is never 100% white pages and never 100% black print. So you really cannot get 100% contrast in a book. But on a tablet or, or a Kindle Fire or some backlit reading device or a computer, you can get 100% contrast so that... Even if your vision and your acuity is not quite as good, that contrast comes through and allows you to see things that were not visible before for people with limited sight. So, mm-hmm. Beth Butler, I, I commend you on an incredible an incredible life history, starting with Jay Lawton Smith at a very early age. But not just that, he inspired you to be the person that you have become. And I think that's an incredible just an incredible story that you told us and uh today uh do you have a final parting comment or word you'd like to to give us
2: well i i appreciate it and again thank you so much for the opportunity um and uh you know i have i have often said you know i felt like there was more to this story and um and you know i think today you've given me the opportunity to to share some of that and I, I do. I, I really um appreciate uh that and and hope that um there is purpose in in um uh, what I've shared today and that and that somehow in some way um you know my words fall on ears that need to hear and that's what I said. I prayed earlier today and just said, Lord and I often do this when I speak um at conferences and um, I say, you know, just close my mouth and, uh, and open yours and allow, you know, just allow my words to, uh, to be yours. And so, um, you know, one, one of the things that, and I'm just going to to share this really quick, quickly as I, as I close, but, you know, in and I am now a single mom, which is again, another whole <laughs> journey that you don't plan. Um, but you know, I, because stepping out, right. in faith and, and, my I mean, my son never, you know, never I mean, obviously I don't drive and so I think when the decision was made to step out and, and become a single mom, you know, he's looking at me at nine, ten years old thinking, Oh my goodness, you know, what this what's this gonna be like and, and how are we gonna get to the grocery store, right? How how are we gonna function because mom doesn't drive and um you know what the blessing in all of that is and I and I remember saying this to him as uh, we were going through that. I said, buddy, you know what? I, I've never been more prayed up than I am right now. I said, but I've got your hand in one hand. And I said, I've got the Lord's hand in the other. And I said, he's going to guide us every step of the way. And, you know, it's it's that trust and that faith of just knowing that um, he's got my back. He's got my back. And, um, you know, there are days that we, especially around the holidays, you know, we got heavy hearts and and, uh, people have lost loved ones and, and, um, you know, life can get really low sometimes. And, uh, I remember being in, in, uh, uh, Walgreens with Clay when he was, when he was a bit younger. And as we were coming out, and again, these are the small blessings along the way of not having a vision, I mean, having a vision problem and not jumping in the car, right, and, and zooming off somewhere. We walk in a lot of places that we go. So as we're walking out of that Walgreens, I look over and there was just the most amazing sunset, amazing sunset. And I looked at him and I said, buddy, look at that. I said, Do you, and he's like, mom, that's beautiful. I said, I know. I said, that is a gift right there. Right. I said, just know it doesn't matter how bad a day we've had and how rough things get that right there is a gift. And so, you know, Because of my vision problem, being able and being really forced, right, to slow down and walk with my son and talk with him, um, those are the blessings that come out of not being able to drive, right? Not, I mean, having a vision problem and not being able to drive. So I will take that any day of the week. And even to this day, I will find now that he's 16 and a half, and he'd probably kill me if I was sharing this because it's so not cool, but he will look out the window and he'll go, mom, come here, come here, come here. Look at the, look at the sun, you know, look at the, the, um, the sunset. It's beautiful. And I'm like, thank you, God. Right. Thank you, God. Because in a world that is filled with just the busyness and craziness, that is a gift that I have been able to give him, that I would not have been able to share, um, had I not had um, the ability to slow down and the, and the you know the reason to slow down um, and have the vision problem that I do. And uh, again, I, I thank Dr. Smith and um, his courage, his courage to share his faith. And um, I just uh, I thank you again, Dr. Dan, for your willingness to have me on today and uh, for the work that you're doing to, um, to spread the message and, and to be a positive impact on our, our world today.
1: Thank you so very much, Beth. It's been, it's been an honor, a privilege, and most importantly, it's been a blessing to speak with you today. God bless you. God bless your son. And uh, just God bless us all. and God bless our country. Thank you so much for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio.
2: And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government
0: is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom
1: that gift sing Call me the Choctaw Call me original sin
0: Call me railroad steel Call me the mojo man Ooh.
1: They call them muddy waters That people I just love Hear that old man sing "Yeah, when I play the hoochie coochie man, I get joy in everything. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning."